Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. This is Bloomberg Markets, Corey Johnson, Carol Masser. I'm here in San Francisco. She's not. She's in New York. I'm not. Last time I checked, I'm in a lovely, gorgeous day here in New York City. Hey, coming up- Somewhere there's some Amazon boxes headed your direction. Actually, I just got a call from Amazon who wanted to deliver a couple things because nobody was home. Or, I don't know, something like that. Um, coming up, we're going to talk a little bit about fashion, thriving online. We know it's been a tough time for the retailers, so we'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment. Back to your top business stories, though, with a check. All right. Thank you very much, Carol Nasser. We have got the Dow higher, S&P, NASDAQ both lower. This update brought to you by BNY Mellon Pershing's Insight 2017, the must-attend event for advisors next week, June 14th through the 16th in San Diego. If you haven't registered, you still can. Visit PershingInsight.com. A sell-off in technology shares spoiling an otherwise buoyant day in the stock market as companies from Apple to NVIDIA tumbled. Right now, NVIDIA is down 6.6%. Apple is down 4.1%. S&P slumping 5 to 24.27, down 2 tenths of 1%. The Dow up 42 to 21,225, up 2 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ down 117 points to 62.04. That's a drop of 1.9%. Wall Street's looking ahead to next week's Fed meeting. Danny Blanchflower is a former member of the UK his Monetary Policy Committee. He is now a professor at Dartmouth. He was interviewed this morning on Bloomberg Television. It's also a concern that the, basically it looks that the Fed is about to raise rates again in this chaos. So that looks to me to be a mistake. Uh, I think they probably should be waiting and watching and looking. Um, it looks like nothing much is going to happen in Washington until this Russian thing gets sorted out. Right now, gold is down 690 the ounce to 12.72, a drop of five tenths of one percent. West Texas Intermediate crude up 20 cents a barrel to 45.84, a gain there of four tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. And for the record, I just got told that uh, yeah, the Amazon packages did get delivered to my home, so somebody is home apparently. All right, Bloomberg Markets brought to you by National Realty, managers of New York City cash flow real estate, providing you 10 to 16 percent annualized returns with immediate monthly distribution. See them at NRIA.net. This is Bloomberg. Maybe you're looking good because you got something to wear online. Business is booming. Mickey Miracle joins us right now from uh, Adobe uh, with a look at some recently released data about apparel spending and trends online. Uh, You guys keep uh, your digital price index at Adobe. What is that, Mickey? Yeah, um, well, first of all, well, uh, thanks for having me. And Carol, I'm just curious whether or not that Amazon box contained apparel. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, you didn't play into our stereotype, but we're going to talk a lot about apparel online and how that's um, thriving, and especially with females, so not surprising. Um, the digital price index um, that Adobe produces shows overall inflation numbers. So it's, it's a complement to the BLS. Is CPI, but it's based on Adobe's Experience Cloud transaction view. So Adobe's platform powers tens of thousands of websites, um, and through that, we can see aggregated data um, on online.
online shopping trends. And so that allows us to provide this complement to the CPI, which is really focused on the online environment. Um, and one of the things that it allows us to do is look at real-time transactions because you're seeing both the price and the quantity sold, um, which is a little different than the, than the BLS's uh, methodology. So it's very sensitive to changes, and we pick that up, and um, it provides a nice complement to what's happening in the online economy. Mickey, I have to tell you, my husband might be listening, so of course I have to say that there's no fashion coming in in those boxes. I'm just telling you. Of course. You and I got gotcha. you. I got you covered, Carol. Hey, listen. I, I heard nothing. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, you guys talk about a certain kind of uh, fashion um, that's coming, that, that's actually doing novelty fashion. What does that mean, that's thriving online? Well, what we're, see- what we're seeing is the online environment, not surprisingly, caters to um, newness and, because you can shop easily. You can cro- go across five stores in the matter of, you know, 15 minutes and look for what's newest. And so we call this novelty fashion because it, it, there's um, a lot of spend that goes on online that is um, based on new items. So we actually see that 30% of the spend that women spend online for apparel um, or is spent online for women's apparel, I should say. We don't know who purchases that. But 30% of that goes to items that have been become available in less than one month. Um, so they're really new fashion trends, right? These are things that are just coming out within 30 days. Um, and that's the kind of thing that we see really thriving online. Um, people are um, spending on these new apparel items, and the manufacturers are responding. We see 7,000 new apparel products put online every day, um, oh and God. over half of those are actually women's items. So it's Wait, say, say that number cycle. again. Mickey, what was that number? <laughs> It was 7,000 new apparel products are put online every single day, yeah. and over half of those are for women's apparel items. So it's this virtuous cycle. Women love new items. Women love fast fashion. Women love, you know, the, the latest and greatest. And manufacturers and retailers are responding to that by putting a lot of those new items up every single day. And that becomes this virtuous cycle, which leads to us seeing that, um, that you know, over 30% of their spend in a year goes to these items that, is, that have been available less than a month, right? So that's really new. I was uh, at the Napa auction Napa in up in Napa Valley last week, and woman next to me was in the middle of the auction, going on her phone, looking at all these dresses. I'm like, "Is it really that boring right now?" She's like, "No, I just saw that woman's dress over there, and I've got to find it." And so she yeah. was shopping for the dress during this auction on a Saturday night, it, it, and it struck me that the expan- but it struck me the expansion of the hours in which they could shop has got to be good business for those selling clothes and things like that. Yeah, I think it's a it's a combination of, you know, many hours and then easy to compare and easy, you know, the filters, retailers are getting better and better at, you know, you can filter on almost every site by the newest, right? So you don't even have to search through things. You just find what the newest items are that day or that week um, and yeah. it makes it pretty uh 
pretty easy to find. Mickey, just got about 30 seconds. So I think about our audience, investors, who are looking at kind of the beaten up retail space, and you're talking really optimistic things. What should they be thinking about when they're looking at for investment opportunity? And just got actually about 25 seconds. That's a great question, Carol. And I would say what we do see is that the online market is thriving, but that doesn't necessarily translate into profit because we do see a deflationary environment. Um, this uh, year over year, we're seeing about a 4.3% um, deflation in the apparel category, and that's driven by steep discounts um, and by a lot of volume going on at the low end. Um, so that does make a challenge. Lots of units yeah. going out, lots of innovation, less profit. Mickey Miracle from Adobe. Now I know I'll be shopping for all my women's clothing online. <laughs> Good to so know. So much easier. You are crazy. This Loco. is Bloomberg. All right, let's get a check on your latest world of national news headlines with Nathan Hager in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. He keeps us straight and narrow. Thank you, Nathan. Doing the best I can. Thank you, Carol. President Trump is saying more about his feelings of vindication after former FBI Director James Comey's day on Capitol Hill. James Comey confirmed a lot of what I said. And some of the things that he said just weren't true. Among the things he says weren't true, the president telling Comey he hoped he'd let the Michael Flynn investigation go and that he expected loyalty from the former FBI director. Asked about it during a White House news conference with the president of Romania. He said those things under oath. Would you be willing to speak under oath to uh, give your version of those events? 100%. And the president said he may have more to say about those so-called tapes of his conversations with Comey in a very short time. A day after losing her majority in Parliament, UK Prime Minister Theresa May is holding on to her cabinet. She's reappointed five ministers, including Chancellor of the Exchequer Philip Hammond, after forging an alliance between her Conservative Party and Northern Ireland's Democratic Unionists. But after last night... I'm sorry for all those candidates and hard-working party workers who weren't successful, but also particularly sorry for those colleagues who were MPs and ministers who'd contributed so much to our country and who lost their seats and didn't deserve to lose their seats. And by the way, the TV ratings are in now from the Comey hearing. More than 18 million people tuned in somewhere. That's actually fewer than the more than 20 million who watched Anita Hill and the 40 million who tuned in for Oliver North at the Iran-Contra hearings. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.